welcome to News and Brews, the new Columbus Business First weekly podcast about beer and uh, whatever things, other things, uh, news and otherwise, come to uh, come to our minds here. Uh, joining me this week are uh, Mark Summerson, Doug Buchanan, and Emily Bench. Yeah, Yes. <laughs> and you're Dan Eaton. You forgot to introduce yourself. I am Dan Eaton. I did forget to introduce myself. Again, we are new at this. <laughs> <laughs> so, foul. Yeah. so um, we will start with uh, uh, the immediate business, which is our beer of the week, which I, I picked this week. We went with, I went with the North High uh, Cover Crop, which is a um, uh, golden ale made in collaboration with the Ohio Farm Bureau, and it uses Ohio... Uh, malts and hops, so it really is a, it's a hyper local uh, local product, so to speak. Mm. Ooh, that sounds good. That's a good one. So Dan, uh, they say, they said that the, you said this is Ohio hops and Ohio malts. I was aware that Ohio has somewhat of a hops industry, but uh, it's, I assume it's pretty small. Uh, if if I had if I had researched this better prior to uh, the podcast, I would come in with some exact numbers. Uh, I do think mm -hmm. that. Uh, there is a hop industry here. It's yeah. not particularly large. Uh, I know it's been growing. I'm not sure what the current figures are. Um, there are hop producers out there if mm -hmm. you want it, but um, I don't know that there's any sort of major players yet that are supplying, uh, uh, be it Ohio breweries or, or, or other breweries in the state. Okay. Um, the, the, the more interesting component to it is actually the, the malt, um, uh, both as a crop. You know, Ohio, a lot of people think Ohio has a lot of potential for uh, malt and barley, mm -hmm. um, given our, our uh, agricultural roots. And the, the malt and barley here is actually provided, it comes from Marysville, comes from the uh, rustic brew farm, a gentleman named Matt Cunningham, who comes from a long, um, uh, long family of farmers, and a few years ago decided to turn uh, part of his family's fields over to barley. And uh, he built a malt house up there. Uh, he's been growing, but he's the supplier here. He's supplied uh, some other breweries around uh, Ohio as well. Um, and uh, there are other malt houses popping up, and uh, folks seem to think there's a lot of potential there, but we will see where it goes. But there's some uh, real Ohio uh, uh, grains in this uh, in this brewery. It's a, it's a big commitment. Like you think, I believe hops are easier because they don't take as much space. But I think hops are uh, uh, more finicky than barley. I think Ohio is a pretty good state by all accounts to grow barley. It's a matter of the willingness in handing over that space that would otherwise go to corn or soybeans uh, to barley. Right. Mm -hmm. And barley grows on trees, as everyone knows, so you just need a big forest of <laughs> barley trees. Something like that. So, uh, <laughs> what is a malt house or a barley house? I can't remember the term. It, 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 it basically, they, they, you know, you pick the grain and then it gets, it gets roasted. Oh, okay. Or, or, or treated in, in, in some way. Uh, and that's what, you know, we, we talked last week, I think we talked last week on, on, on the pod, or maybe it was just in general conversation about uh, malted, uh, malted barley and, and going to, actually, funny enough, North High, where you yeah, can make that's your right. own beer. And uh, you can try uh, the malt syrup, which comes from malted barley, or you could actually try the barley itself. Just put the grains, the malted grains in your mouth and taste that kind of roasted. Does that mm -hmm. taste good? You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, some of them. Did. Yeah. Some, some are, some are kind of grainy, but some are actually kind of nice and, and sweet. You know, I wouldn't want to snack on it, but it's, it's not bad to, to well, try. Dan, tell us what you think of this beer you brought us. Mm. Uh, um, I really enjoy it. It's a, it's a, um, a golden ale, so it's pretty light. It's, it's, if you imagine sort of a pale ale, this is a little, obviously, lighter than that. Um, you can see it in the color. It's got kind of a straw 
Yeah, it's very um, light. Uh, golden color, and it has hops and barley, but in lighter portions, basically. So it's a, it's pretty easy, you know, be a nice summer beer. I think yeah. that's actually part of the pitch is uh, in the the marketing of the beer is, you know, coming out of the coming out of the field and then cracking one of these open at the end of a at the end of a long day. Mm. Do I smell corn? Um, you might. I I don't know if there's corn in here. There probably isn't. If there is, it's in small amounts. I I'll just think. cut that out, of, wrong the, about out that, of the pod then, then if I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not a very strong flavor. Mm-mm. I mean, it's a very light, drinkable beer. It's it's kind of um, uh, a beer flavored, I would say. <laughs> it is beer. No, flavor. but I mean, like I think no, it, I it probably tastes that. what most people think. Yeah, beer tastes like. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, it kind of tastes like a lot of beers I have, and I don't really dabble in beer that much. So this could be the new uh, hilltop. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, we that Well, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's certainly from a, from a, from a product standpoint, it's yeah. very drinkable. This would mm-hmm. be something like if you have that friend that says, I don't want to drink craft beer, mm-hmm. you know, you could give them this and I can't imagine too many people rejecting it. So yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I don't see the ABV on there, but I can't imagine it's that's pretty good. low. I think around four, four okay. and a half, five. Yeah, which so. is still higher than most regular beers, but low on the craft end. Yeah. yeah. Is it really higher than like a Budweiser? That's uh, probably right in that range. I thought Bud was like four, three and a half yeah, or four. Is that it? Wow. Yeah. This is, I think, I think this is four and a half. I think I okay. read okay. that. Why is it higher for craft beer? No one knows? No. I mean, it's not necessarily. There, there are, I mean, uh, yeah. It's, I think I think it would, you know, I think probably what Mark is saying is that the, the styles, there's so many styles of craft uh, that are made in craft that tend to be higher, whereas the bulk of the the of what's sold in the country is Bud Light, and that's yeah. not too far from this. I mean, it's a lager, but it's not. Yeah, a, but I mean, if if you, you know. were taking if you to simply to make a higher ABV beer, don't you just throw in more hops and, and malt? Yeah, I mean, there are other things you could do. Sugar, too, but that's yeah, sugars. Yeah, but so, so something with a bigger, bolder flavor mm-hmm. because of all those extra ingredients are going to tend to have the higher ABV. Sure, right. Okay. Yeah. And then, then you throw it in a bourbon barrel. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, boy, you never know after that. <laughs> Those are good. Those are good. I mean, so, but, <laughs> back to this one. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, fine. So, yeah. I, Could I you like put it. this in a bourbon barrel? Emily, talk about you why you like this beer. beer. <laughs> why I like why it? Why do you like this beer? Probably because of the lack of the strong flavors, right? I mean. Yeah. I I. I don't know, though, because I feel like normally I don't like lighter beers. I tend to go towards darker beers. I found that I like those more. Okay. Which is surprising, but I also don't try it that often to be able to say definitively either way. But, yeah, I like it. It's just mellow and tastes it is good. It is mellow. So. It is mellow. What, uh, what darker beers do you like? Uh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Do you like porters or stouts? Oh or yeah, yeah. Brown ales I thought you or... meant like a specific brand mm. or something. No, I like Whatever. I like stouts. Yeah, from mm. what I've yeah. tasted, I like the like richer like mm-hmm. coffee and chocolate kind of flavors to it. Yum. So. Mm-hmm. That is that is that is contrary to the stereotype of uh, of of women uh, drinking right. beer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. My so. wife, if she's going to drink a craft beer, it's either going to be a Christmas ale. Or something that is similar to a Budweiser, but better. <laughs> so she wants what is a craft, that? What's an example craft of that? lager, which they make. There are all sorts of yeah. mm-hmm. craft lagers, and she'll want that because it's not, you know, the big big brand. It's it's a craft beer, but it's similar to her mm-hmm. earlier tastes. 
sure. earlier tastes. <laughs> yeah, we all had earlier tastes. Yeah. What did you drink in college? Budweiser. Yeah. Dan, what did you drink in college? Uh, Natty Light. I actually yeah. was more <laughs> of a liquor drinker in college. Oh, good for you. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> well, it's very sophisticated. that liquor it before you get No, it was, it, was a, it was Blue a lot raspberry of, it was a lot of vodka stoli, from the gas station. Stoli vanilla with Coke. <laughs> so not far off. Uh, wow. I drank, a, I drank a lot of that. I didn't, I mean, I drank beer in college, but not, um, not really a ton. When did yeah. you start to like it then? Um, like to the point where you know so much about it, besides after, covering it. After after college, I mean, it, I sort of you know, it it just kind of reversed. Um, you know, my my love of mixed drinks sort of went down mm -hmm. post college, and my my enjoyment of beer went up because I think there was a, uh, you know, in, in in college, you you um, I think there's an efficiency to mixed drinks. <laughs> that, <laughs> you drink uh, to get once drunk I became a, Once I became yeah. an adult, I didn't need that um, mm -hmm. that speed, so to speak, mm -hmm. that speed and power. I, I uh, opted to to you know shift it down to something that was a more of a Mellow. Easy going, yeah. yeah, more of a mellow. I feel like I went the opposite yeah. way as <laughs> yeah. I grew up. I don't know. Yeah. I think a lot of people do just because the the access, to, yeah, the access oh, yeah. to beer. And like I said, I, I drank beer in college, but it was never never my preference. Doug, what was your go to beer in college? A Bush Light. Oh. That was mine. Yeah, it was cheap. It was cheap. I could. Must I be a generational cheap. thing. I could literally get change out of my car and the sofa cushions <laughs> and go across the street and get a six pack of Bush Light. Like that oh, was yeah. cheap. It was cheap cheap. And I'll tell you, like, to this day, uh, I will occasionally, if I drink that, like, it, it, it still is a taste that is, I consider to be good. Really? Yeah. Should I do that? Bush. Yeah, bush. <laughs> yeah. My friends yeah. in college. It's not like, I, I, well, too good. It's a nostalgic taste. Like, I, mm -hmm. it's a very specific taste that triggers specific memories. Right. For me. I once ate mud as a kid, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Do that again. Could we, could we? Could we have one week where we don't talk about some weird thing? That, that was just an example. There's, there Water was. Chestnut. Yeah. I love to chew on stuff as a kid. Like I was really weird about that. I don't know why. Like what? I would. Like, I chewed the feet off my Barbie dolls, like, all of them. Whoa. And my mom had this, like, beautiful, like, ancient coffee table, and I, I chewed, chewed the edges of the coffee table what? so much, she had to hit it with the chain to, like, make it look rustic. So <laughs> I'm just as weird as you. <laughs> she was like, Mom, oh, no, what am I going to go, do with this? I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're weird. Yeah, you? <laughs> probably. I don't know. I just, like, chewed everything. That's wow. phenomenal. So yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Oh, that's I don't know. amazing. Maybe, yeah, maybe my teeth amazing. stronger because I've never had a cavity, so. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. As opposed to Mark, who has one as an adult. Yeah. Which is kind of hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Mark. Genetics. <laughs> no. I've actually have, heard that. That is my third. Name teeth. I have three cavities. I got one when I was 10, one in college, and one this week. <laughs> this week. <clears throat> but that's not my fault. That's <laughs> not your fault. I do feel like it's a... a uh, genetic yeah. thing, though, because my sisters and I, between the three of us, one cavity. So, mm. yeah. Wow. My younger sisters never had one, and my older sister only had one. And you have none. I have none. Wow. I don't, also don't That's have any wisdom teeth. That's pretty impressive to have no cavity. Oh, she's so. evolved past us, though, because she has no wisdom teeth I have either. zero. And she... What? They x-rayed my mouth in high school. This is, we're really going off the rails here, but <laughs> they, uh, they x-rayed my mouth and they were like, you don't have any wisdom teeth, because my mom only had like two and my dad had one or something, so... I just lucked out. 
It's got to be related so to that chewing. chewing right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're Probably. embedded in the, in the dining room <laughs> table. Were you a teenager when you were chewing, or was this earlier? No, no, no. Okay. I was, like, very little. Yeah. Right. I didn't nice. do it as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this, is, <laughs> yeah. this is quickly becoming a weird confession. Yeah, okay, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, back to here. Is there anything yeah. else to say about, uh, why did they call it cover crop? Um, that is a farming term. Is Meaning? it? Yes. You sure about that? Yep, I'm positive about that. And what does it mean? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but I it think is it's a, a it's crop a, that covers yeah. your fields. Yeah, we'll just go with that. So in other words, a crop. <laughs> no, but the, it covers your field, where some crops don't. Um, maybe Rick will Google this for us while we're doing this. Oh, that's a good um, idea. I do like the, the, the design. I do, too. Uh, nice. um, I wonder if the barn on the can, there's a Ohio, oh, if it's the bicentennial, the bicentennial barn. barn. Yeah. Well, this is, I can't remember if I said it up the top, up at the top, but it is to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the Ohio Farm Bureau. Oh. Oh. Well, we did not mention that. Yes. Okay. I might have mentioned them. it in, in one of the parts we cut out. Yes. Right. Well, good. That's for interesting. Them. Well, good for them. I uh, I probably won't drink this beer ever again, but I salute it for its noble cause. I thought North High Brewing went out of business. Or am I thinking no. of a different one? Oh no! They're, you can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> I just uh, forced let's, let's, let's time stamp that. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're morally bankrupt. But <laughs> Also, time well, stamp that, Rick. Rick. Got Rick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, actually, if you ever met Gavin, <laughs> Gavin would appreciate that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, so um, what else, anything else going on in beer news? Uh, what else did you review this week? Um, I reviewed, uh, uh, for this week's review, I did uh, Barley's Fate, which is a barley oh, yeah. wine, um, which, have, uh, yeah. which I loved. And by the time this posts, it will yeah, probably be gone. Say, yeah. um, but, um, but did they, you say wine? Barley wine. Yeah. What is that? It's a beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a beer. It's a beer but it style. But sounds to be sweeter, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, if you like darker, sweeter things, you might mm -hmm. be. But they're also very, um, very powerful. Yeah. Typically, it's, I it's, want to say that the ABB on Fate was around fourteen percent. <gasps> Ooh, boy, so good for you. But I wouldn't was, be able to move for like three days. <laughs> uh, do we have an answer on cover crop? Uh, what are we looking for? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Rick's, you were looking up. Rick's just randomly, <laughs> randomly We don't know what a cover crop means. We're, we're going to go with my definition of it's a crop that covers your field. I actually read up. something earlier about it, and it just didn't, it didn't stick. Yeah, it just didn't register. Oh, speaking of stick, yeah. that was one of the beers I reviewed this week. Oh, ah, there you go. How about that? Good transition. That was awesome. Cover crop is a crop grown for the protection and enrichment of the soil. Ah, so not that doesn't help. for sale. Yeah. It's not like corn where you're so I think it's I think it might be something that gets rotated. In oh, it manages yeah. soil erosion, yeah. infertility, and quality. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. that's cool. Yeah, uh, actually, cover crop is a practice used generations ago to improve the soil, and it's now coming back as a way to protect water quality. Wow, Doug, that sounds like you just read that right off a computer. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Doug, what did you review this week? What beer? Oh, I didn't review remember? a specific beer. I reviewed Christmas ale. I just oh, mentioned that, right. that, that after funny. our discussion last week about yeah. Christmas ales, I decided I was going to get rid of them. 
and that was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I should not have done that because uh, I had probably had five Christmas sales over the weekend. Yep. Not in one sitting, Rick. It was uh, over the weekend. And, oh. uh, and by the last one, I could barely finish it. Yeah. It was just it was too cloying and yeah. the spices and the sweetness. And uh, it, was just, you know, it was just too much. Are you uh, never going to have it again? Talk to me in December. I oh. think I by December have, yeah, you by December will be in the mood have, I just, for it. But I can still kind right. of recall the taste of it, just you know, thinking about it. It's not good. Um, so uh, I have um, my next beer review is coming up, so I will uh, uh, head to the store and pick something out that's not Christmassy, yeah. uh, perhaps a dark porter or something like yeah. that, uh, and um, we'll see what, see what I come up with. I found... Um, I'd love to go to Sideswipe, by the way, on Saturday for their anniversary thing, but I think the storm is going to keep me away. Oh, yeah, but... Uh, Tropical Storm Helen. Winter Storm Helen. Is it Helen? Did they really? Name <coughs> it? It's named Helen? There's I a didn't name. Know we named Winter they, Storm. Now they do that. winter storms too. Oh. And this one, I can't remember her name, but it's Rick's checking on our uh, in house computer. Harper. Harper. Hmm. Hunter, Hunter, Harper, Harper. Helen, yeah. whatever. It's a storm and she's coming in. Yeah. Are you heading there on Saturday? Uh, no, I am uh, going on a day trip to Indianapolis, uh, oh. which may become an overnight trip yeah, depend yeah. depending on the weather. So, yeah. with the uh, yeah. seventy west can be a treacherous in yes. the snow. Yeah, so yeah. I've done I've done that in the snow. I am not driving; I am along for the ride. But uh, um, we good. may we may be end up staying the night in Indianapolis. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait, <laughs> I have fun. one question that I actually wanted to ask. Yeah. Where do you guys get your beer when you go shopping for it? I shoplift mine from Kroger's. From <laughs> Kroger's. Is that the little Kroger? Yeah. It's, it's Doug's little Kroger. <clears throat> I wear a giant coat. <laughs> Impressive. Now I go to Wyland's uh, Market oh, yeah. on Indianola, or I go to um, the Growl on Indianola. Which one is that? Saber What's Growl. Saber Growl. Yeah. And they, both of them, their beer selections are, are very good. I go to oh, you're close a lot. to that. You live yeah. in Planet Fitness. I go to Planet Fitness, too, so it's right across the street yep. from Wyland. So yep. I've gone in there a couple of times. I'm, I've been impressed by the variety that they seem to have. Because you, you, you always find you know, lots of good stuff there. Um, if I'm just shopping for a six-pack at the store, I'll usually end up at Kroger or Giant Eagle. And they have decent selections. I can usually find something, but it's not like I like the one-offs, and so I'll do a um, make-your-own-six-pack yeah. occasionally there. Uh, Lucky's has a good one of those. Lucky's Market on High Street. They do like oh, a, do you can pick a ton of different stuff. Yeah, and okay. Giant Eagle does too. There's is a little more expensive than Kroger's. Giant Eagle and Wyland's, you have to be careful because their one-offs are priced individually. individually. So some will be $4, oh, one will be $2, oh, one will okay. be 6 I did not realize that until I was purchasing <laughs> it and it was $40 for a six-pack. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, Sounds like the time I went down to Jackie O's and, uh, <laughs> oh, my Lord, I was just like, yeah, give me one of those and one of those and one of those, and I don't even want to tell you what the bill was. But, it was, but you charged it, it to business first. <laughs> so. I, had a, I had a flight, I had a six-beer flight at Jackie O's that was, like, $35. Yeah. Oh, was, my gosh. Yeah. Which was fine. It was wonderful beer. It was yeah. wonderful beer, and, but, but you know, the bombers that I brought home were just yeah. significantly more expensive oh, than yeah. I was sure. expecting. But, yeah. I did enjoy them. Yeah, I'll tell you though, uh, if I'm if I'm looking for variety, I usually end up at the Daily Growler, uh, okay. either in Upper Arlington or German Village, just because oh, yeah. they have such a you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's a rotating rotating 
uh, uh, set of taps, and you just uh, you never know what you're going to get when you walk you, in there. You usually buy growlers, mm -hmm. put them in your fridge. Yep. Okay. Yep. One will last you. I was about to say one. You know, it's, it's, one a night. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly doesn't last six nights, which is probably about when they would, uh, you know, right. be undrinkable after that. But uh, uh, sure. Because yeah. um, a growler has. Five and a half beers, right? Yeah, it? yeah. I was yeah. gonna say it's a it's a little smidge under a six pack. Yeah, by volume. So, just going through our history of reporting here at Business First. Yeah. The first time I heard the term growler was mm -hmm. in one of Dan's stories. I had no idea what he was talking oh, really? about. Yeah. Oh. I'd never heard of them before. Um, I don't think they were that common, were they? Before? No, I mean, I, mean um, I think that's a relatively recent yeah. thing. I mean, I they were they were you know elsewhere in states that that had grown faster. <laughs> You know, craft beer wise, mm -hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's the the prominence of that is has grown uh, alongside with the uh, craft beer. With I mean, you can get them at Giant Eagle now, yeah. and yeah. you know, I mean, that's that's the crazy no, thing about it. Yeah. yeah, not all of them, I guess, yeah. but the ones that have bars, the ones that have bars. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Sure. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. No, but Dan did. So whoever yeah. finished, so I thought it was as yeah. soon as one person so, finished, yes. we were supposed to wrap up. All right, we've given uh, Mark a hell of an editing job. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you for uh, for joining News and Brews again here in our uh, second edition. Please be forgiving as we figure this out. And uh, we look forward to uh, chatting more beer and other issues with you next week. Cheers. 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 Don't chew on tables. <laughs> Don't chew Please. on tables, yes. Yes. That was brought to you by the American Dental Association. <laughs> <laughs>